0: You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis. And again, I'm super pumped up and excited. Y'all probably hear me say this every episode, like I'm excited, I'm excited. I get excited when I know I get to reach out to some of the brightest minds in the world, get get them to come on the podcast, share immense value with you. So I get pumped up and today I got a super duper special guest. This young lady, man, when I say she's a serial entrepreneur, she's a go-getter. She lives by multiple stream, multiple flows of income because the streams, they could stop. The flows keep running. And uh, she's helping so many other women and men around the world develop flows of income as well. And just a few years ago, I want to say, don't quote me, she'll tell it, but she was a teacher. Now that salary as a teacher is being made monthly or hour, however often she want to make it. So without further ado, I want to bring in my friend, a friend or someone who I look up to, someone who I value, someone who's delivering a mixed amount of value and gain to the world, Coriel, What's up, Cory? Hey, hey, Nehemiah. Thanks for having me. I'm blushing. Hey. That was such a nice
1: intro, so thank you for hey, that.
0: I got I to make sure it's done right. Thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, busy schedule. When I spoke to Coriel earlier, I'm like, are you in the States? Like, where, where are you right now? And uh, she said she was actually home in Atlanta. So how was your actual last trip? Were you... I, I was in
1: LA uh, just a couple of days ago, and I love LA. It can never okay. go wrong
0: in LA. Yeah, the yeah. sun shines
1: different. In and California.
0: before that, what country was you in? Because I know you have incredible retreats for women, where you guys yes. busy, busy at the beach and y'all go yeah. island hopping or incredible retreats.
1: Yeah, so we did uh, Cabo in January. I'm doing Montego Bay next month, and we got Cancun coming up in August. So I'm definitely all
0: Three in one year. Really yes. Wow. So listen, let's jump. I want to I wanna kind of hear the background. I know you was a teacher and uh, you transitioned to full-time entrepreneurship. I want to talk about the process. What made you leave the job? And uh, tell me kind of some of the struggles, if any, with the transition. Because a lot of people are teetering, like, should I go all in on my goals and dreams? When is the right time to go all in on my goals and dreams? So if you could give a little bit of your story, then kind of talk about the transition to you uh, going all in
1: yeah so i was one of those people that i knew i wanted to be a teacher from like the beginning of time um my entire childhood i knew i was going to college i was going to become a teacher and got into teaching literally got like the dream teaching job and did not make it one year as a classroom teacher without just having that real moment where i'm like okay god This is what I've been working so hard for, getting these good grades, getting this full scholarship, getting this degree, you know, doing all of the right things. And at the end of the day, I still felt unfulfilled. So I didn't even make it through year one without having that feeling, but I stuck it out as long as I could. I made it four years. And honestly, I probably would have stayed 14 years if I hadn't um, gotten engaged and you know ended up being an abusive relationship, got out of it. And it was that situation that caused me to figure out, okay, how do I really wanna spend my time? How do I really wanna spend my life? And what do I really wanna do? And so it was that that kind of motivated me finally to uh, step out on faith, so to speak, and start doing my own thing.
0: Wow. So so a problem caused you to really say, I'm gonna go, go all in on me, essentially? Is that what you're saying?
1: Absolutely. Running into that road definitely caused me to figure out how to pivot um, and learn from my mistakes.
0: Wow. It's crazy, Coryell. So a lot of guests, I'm. I'm featuring, and a lot of entrepreneurs I know, we look at problems as how can we turn this into maybe a teachable moment? How can we turn this into income? How can we turn this into a lesson? And uh, I appreciate that you didn't allow what you were going through to stop you. Like problems stop so many people. Like they they hit their first wall, and they like I quit entrepreneurship. They they hit their first failure, they like they quit. But a lot of problems make people. Like, people, I wish people, if you're listening to this, start looking at those problems that are happening and how you can make it. I know you love Shark Tank, right? I hear you talk about (laughs) Shark Tank a lot. But everybody on Shark Tank, they had some sort of problem. Like, they, and they decided to what? Create a solution, guys. So as you're listening to this, start thinking, like, man, maybe my problem could be my solution because Correale went from something bad and turned it into something incredible. So...
1: this is the thing i didn't even talk about what that um, first business was that business that actually like put me on the map so to speak Um, that relationship, that engagement, um, really taught me like the biggest life lesson that I was literally as a single woman, which a lot of single ladies, I know you can relate was willing to like sell my soul essentially for this ring and this wedding. And when I got out of that relationship, I had to get real with myself about how I got into it, what I was going to do to make sure I never, you know, um, got into something similar. And I started a support group for other single women who were just like me going through the same things, experiencing the same things. out the same way trying to figure out how we can avoid um these situations and prepare to become wives which is what our goal was and so you hit the nail on the head i literally built the business that created you know my personal brand and led you know created the stage for me to be able to do all of the things that i've done it came from that abusive relationship it came from that engagement that ended um and me seeing the need for other single women who needed support you know just like i did
0: wow Incredible, incredible. So right now, you 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 have multiple flows of income, and and I see the post now. Right, is no longer a, a luxury; it's a necessity. Right. So I want to talk about one. How do you actually? What's the steps? Because on the podcast, one of the things we like to do is kind of like. How do we help someone start making additional streams of income, right? How do we help them start making more flows? Like, how do we help them identify their gift, right? Some practical things you can say on how right now, how can someone make some extra money or think of a new flow? Because a lot of people are at work, they're unfulfilled. They don't have their money working for them. Like, you and I, like, we we got the motto is we don't, we just don't want to work for money. We want our money to work for us, right? And, but society, our entire life has told us, Work hard, work hard, work hard, and I'm like, it's nothing wrong with working hard, but at some point we need to make our money work hard. We need systems and processes and things that working for us when we aren't working. So, which means we are still working. So, um, what would be some suggestions or some? How would you start a side hustle right now if you were getting, if you haven't had one? You like, yo, I'm ready to get started. What would you do?
1: So the very first thing that I would say do is look at your transferable skills. Look at those things that you are probably overlooking um, because you just naturally are good at them. You, you naturally um, know, you know, you're proficient in these things. They're things that you're doing on a daily basis. I like to tell people to look at it this way. If you are over the age of 25, 26, more than likely, you've been working for at least ten years, making money, doing something for at least ten years for someone else, and so you have literally been been um, crafting and perfecting a skill set regardless of what it is some sort of skill set to be able to make money for someone else for all of this time and so why not take those same skills that you're using on your nine to five take those same skills that someone else is already paying you to perfect and use them on your own i literally have one client who does uh, research and development for um uh, college and she's now starting her own side hustle where she's using those same research skills those same practices and principles that she uses at her nine to five. she's now using this for business owners who are writing business plans and need market research, same exact skill set. She doesn't have to go out and get another degree. She doesn't have to get a certification. She doesn't have to buy a bunch of inventory. All she has to do is figure out how to. Package that up and present it to someone who needs it. So you can be, you know, good at organization. You could be a great bookkeeper. You could have a degree in accounting. You could just love fashion. Like there are so many things that you can do if you just get creative and start thinking about how you can solve someone's problem instead of thinking about all of the things that you don't have. Because I think people talk themselves out of getting started because they think, oh well, I don't have a degree. I don't have a, um, you know, a savings account for this. You know, business fund. Um, and nobody has those things. I don't know what y'all think, but none of us had the trust fund, the rich. Well, I mean, some of us did. I didn't, most of us didn't people I know, we, we got it out the mud for real, for real. So, um, all of those things are just excuses. So if you look past all of that and really start finding the value in yourself, um, and stop shortchanging your skills, you can definitely start a side hustle. And I, um, also like to recommend Shopify. Because that is one thing, like I've been talking about multiple streams of income forever, and I think that people kind of feel like it's this big idea that that they can't really grasp because they don't see how they can create another stream. But Shopify is one of those things that it doesn't matter what your skills are, what your experiences have been, you can start a shop like today and start making money and so that's one of the things that i recently have been helping more people do is to get their shops up and running so that they can literally be making money in their sleep while they you know are are doing their other things
0: key and uh guys write this down don't overcomplicate it right like choreo said not like for me choreo is crazy i'm thinking yo i'm teaching thousands of people and i'm like i don't have a degree right like i don't i don't i didn't finish college right and and i say that to say guys a lot of us are we looking for the certifications as corey said all these things that you don't really need you just need to make a decision to get started you got to say yes to yourself you got to say yes to your dreams and then you got to be willing to take action on those dreams day in and day out and not just sometimes it got to be every single day that you're pushing to make sure that you are going to be successful because you owe it to you and i just think that's kind of uh that's important so for you, Corey, I know one of the things you also had, you got you got a few Airbnbs as well, right? Like talk about some flows because I want to give some people some ideas because I want people to know you are boss women, multiple flows, and I just want one, you can make it, you can do
1: it listen it's a million ways to get it um we got the airbnbs going we i do busy at the beach so you missing you mentioned the uh, travel tribe in addition to just doing group travel which i've been doing for five years um i'm always trying to find ways to help other people make money like when i find a plug or when i find you know a, a resource i try to share it and so I came across the opportunity to start my own travel agency um, at the end of 2018. And so that allowed me to be able to train and hire other agents to work underneath me. And so now I'm not just able to create group travel or, you know, plan personal travel, but I'm able to open that opportunity to other people. So I believe like the key to our freedom is multiple streams of income and like stress is causing so many illnesses, diseases, like that is making us sick. And a lot of us are stressed out about money and so if we could stop depending on this one stream for our security Mm -hmm. and our free money and our vacation like we are depending on every single need to be met from this one paycheck and then wondering why we're stressed out but a lot of us were um raised to believe that that's the way of doing things and so it takes for us to have these conversations it takes for platforms like this um to empower you and just show you what's possible so Airbnb, the travel business, Um, I have a couple books, some products that I've uh, developed. I teach classes online, I got one tonight. And that is one way that I literally did the same thing I told y'all to do, that's a transferable skill. I paid, well, I haven't paid because Sally Mae is still um, waiting on that money. But that master's degree cost me $89,000. I'm going to use it. So that same degree that I have in curriculum and instruction, I'm about to use tonight when I teach this class. Like, I'm just not teaching kids anymore. Now I'm helping, you know, to train entrepreneurs. But it's the same skills. You just got to figure out how to remix it. And sometimes it's not your skills. Sometimes it's, like, what you have access to you might have i know somebody who started a brand she just reached a million dollars this girl started a brand with one t-shirt design and an ex-boyfriend that that had a print machine seriously it's like she wasn't even dating him at the time but she knew what she needed she knew he had it and she made it work she found you know she looked within her network her circle and found resources to make it happen so Find the resources instead of finding
0: an excuse.
1: That is really what it comes down
0: to. That's good. And what is the mindset that you need? Because when you're transitioning, and I know we've been in a while just investing in various things, but what what would you suggest or tell someone who haven't invested? So, you know, their entire lives, they haven't really invested in maybe a program or just betting on themselves, buying a product and reselling it, taking a class. Like, what is the mindset shift that we need to be able to try to, um inform people about because I know it's, it's sometimes it could be a tough decision that oh I'm afraid to invest my money to buy this hair that I may resell or something. I'm afraid to go start my website, but we're not necessarily afraid to go do consumer things. I know you could be spending your money on the latest bags on all this stuff, but you want your money to keep working for you. So what is the conversation that you kind of had with some ladies in your tribe on hey investing in you is a priority
1: you know what? Um, Two things. Number one, nobody's coming to save you. I think a lot Mm. of times, especially women, like a lot of times we really believe, I believed it for a minute myself. I did. So I'm talking to myself, but we believe that like, if we just do enough, a little bit, if we just do a little bit, somebody's going to come along and they're going to save us. They're going to come along, swoop us up, and we're just going to live happily ever after. And even though that may happen, do you want to struggle until that happens? Like, are you willing to settle for just the scraps of just the bare, whatever you can get your hands on because you're not willing to um, Do the work to invest in yourself. And that is number two, when you invest in personal development, when you invest in a, in a class, a, a training, a conference, a coaching program, what that's really saying is I'm betting on myself because The only return on the investment is gonna be the work that you put in. And so if you are willing to invest $1,000 in a class, it's only because you are willing to bet on yourself that you can flip that thousand into 10,000. But if you don't have the confidence to be able to make the coins, then you're going to run out and spend your money on something silly versus investing it on something that could bring you a return. So I think that that comes, um, it definitely comes down to your mindset and having an investor's mindset versus, um, you know, a spender, a consumer's mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. And just knowing that you have to be willing to do the work because you can literally be living the life of your dreams on your terms without having to wait for somebody else to come along and give it to you or someone else to come along and put you on. Stop waiting, stop waiting, start working.
0: Say yes, stop waiting and start working. So what's some current challenges, I know as you continue to grow and build your businesses, what's some things that you're currently, uh, not necessarily challenges, but what's some things you should look out for as you're building six and seven figure businesses? What's, cause I know people are gonna get there at some point What's some things that you like, man, I didn't know this would happen or I wish, I was prepared for this, like me, I'm like, I wish I would have grew a team quicker, right? I wish I would have had more people in place. I wish I attended more conferences pertaining to specific subjects. I wish i developed my communication skills better. So as I keep growing, I'm like, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Anything that you kind of wished or something we should tell people are getting ready to excel, to look out for, for or advice?
1: One thing looking back on um, like college specifically, um, being an education major, we didn't have internships. I didn't learn the importance of relationship building um, outside of my sorority. Like we didn't, I didn't learn that from from anywhere. And so I think that that is one thing in my professional career that I did not understand the value of um, because I never worked in corporate America. You know, I never had to like, kiss up for a raise I didn't I didn't I never had to do any of those things and so um it took me a really long time to learn how to play the game it took me a real and I'm still learning and I hate it but it's part of it it's just what you have to do um, but learning the value of um playing your position relationship building networking and serving Serving, serving, serving. Um, I was at an event over the weekend and they kept saying "The, the blessing is in the service. The blessing is in the service. And I'm like, man, that's genius because it really is. The times that I have really just been a giver and not because I wanted to get something in return, but because I really saw someone in need or knew that I could add value or whatever was really giving from a good place. has come back to me tenfold not necessarily from that person but just the spirit the action the energy it always comes back so um that's definitely something crucial that i think people um don't put enough value in is just relationships and that real network not just like having friends on social media but really really truly um nurturing those relationships
0: that's a major
1: and using them using them too because i know a lot of great people but I'm not even leveraging half of the relationships that I could be leveraging. So that's another thing that I feel like, um, you know, when I think about like the lessons I gotta teach my kids, that's one of those things like so much power in just having those relationships, being good to people, and leveraging um, those relationships.
0: So let me ask you this, because that's actually good. You know, and, and again, how do you, so, you know, for example, you got a relationship with someone, right? And it's like, hey, you might then talk to them for several months, but you like, you may need something. So when you say leveraging, do you keep those lines of communication open? Are you checking in? Because people need to learn the art of relationship building as well because, like you said, being able to call on somebody when you need them, be able to get some sort of connect is instrumental. So for you, is it a form of you keep the lines open? Do I text you every now and then? Do I call you? Do I email you? Like before you go, well, hey, I wanted to know, could you do this for me? Or is, you know what I mean? Is it some so sort I, of open line I'm, you work on?
1: I'm a resource. That's it. I, I am a resource. And I know that it doesn't matter if you are, so to speak, because nobody's here and nobody's here, but just so to speak, if you're here and I'm here, it don't, I, I have something that you can use. Like I have something of value. I just have to figure out what it is. It's not up to you to figure that out it's up to me to figure that out and then show it to you, right? Mm. And so if I know that you have an event coming up, I'm gonna offer something. If I know that I have someone that has a bomb service, I'm gonna suggest it or refer someone to you. If I know that you have a bomb service or you provide you know, something, I'm gonna refer other people to you. Just natural ways of supporting, doing the things that I appreciate people doing for me and not doing it in a fake, um, uh, calculated type of way where every single Sunday I'm checking in, you know, with this specific list of people and saying, Hey, I hope you have a great week. Yeah. I don't want people doing that to me. So I'm not going to do that to them. But if you know, somebody slides me a funny DM, I haven't talked to you in, you know, a couple of weeks, but we're still, lines of communication are still open. You saw this meme and you thought of me, or you saw this book and you thought of me, or you heard this podcast and you sent it to me. It could be something so simple. Somebody sent me like a $20 Starbucks, uh email gift starbucks gift card in in my email and i just thought that was the nicest thing in the world it's probably only gonna give me like two drinks who cares it doesn't care that it was 20 dollars. it could have been five dollars but it's the thought that counts and that is how you can easily keep the lines of communication open without having to you know um be fake or phony and have or feeling like you're always asking somebody for something
0: that's good that's good so guys, a couple of things. Serve your way to success. I just wanted to reiterate what Corey L said. I don't want you to miss that because so many people who literally work with me now on just say a monthly basis where I'm paying them, they serve their way to success. They got in my network. They added value. And here's the thing, which we said on a different podcast is, it's not for you to reach out to me. Like, how can I add value? I'm going to go see what Coriel is doing, for example, see maybe where it could be. She, she might need help with some video marketing that I do. She might need help with something else that I do. I'm going to then send these things to Coriel not looking for anything in return, right? Keep sending them. She, and you see if she's using them, keep sending them. And at some point, Coriel might be like, man, I posted several of those. They did great for me. Now, how much would it actually cost to use those? And I'm just using that for example. I don't do anything with video-wise, but this is what people have done to me, and now I'm paying them monthly because of the service that they gave to me. So, so many people, Corey, they miss out on opportunities because a paycheck isn't tied to it. So many of us are looking Mm -hmm. for the money that we miss out on the back door. And and not saying we're looking for something, but you never know if you would have got it if the first conversation I have is, how can I get money from you? I don't think that's the, the way to, the way to go, essentially.
1: And there's like a meme going around um, that I saw on Instagram, and it said, like, 2018, I did favors, but in 2019, I'm doing business. And I always see these Instagrams It's like, you know, don't come, don't talk to me unless you paid my invoice. I am all yeah. about getting a coin. But there are some things that are more valuable than just that paid invoice. Like, there are some relationships that I did some free work for, not even – trying to get something or you know trying to looking for something specific in return that have just paid me tenfold whatever i could have made off of that little free whatever i did like don't be afraid of free Um, and your favorite favorite entrepreneur started out doing free stuff so don't believe the hype that you know you just came out the gate charging you know six figures for your services
0: And it's crazy, right? I I recently went to speak at a school. I put it on Instagram. I'm like, hey, I want to go speak at a school for free. A lot of schools, sometimes they pay me, but I'm like, I want to go speak for free. I just want to give these young students the game to be able to help them know that, yo, you can start a business. The information I gave them, Corey, about starting a business, three simple ways to start a business, they were mind blown. But they never seen anybody come talk to them about this their teachers aren't talking to them about this so evidently the kids enjoyed it they called me into the office the director said hey i want to give you my email let's talk about you doing a commencement speech here Mm -hmm. so you know the commencement is the check now right but i gave my gift away and this particular school got 20 of these schools in philadelphia if i do good at one that could open a whole door for me exchanging the hour of my time. Our time to us, yes, it is expensive, but it's also free to us. We could we can devote an hour to do something for free if we choose to, right? But you never know, and this is for anyone listening, you never know how far a free gesture can go. That can get you into a relationship. It could get you into a contract. It could get you into a room. It could just literally bless you. Uh, beyond measure, so I want you guys to don't don't miss that uh, gym right there. <laughs> so for you, Coriel, any favorite books? Any like books that are must reads for you?
1: So I love the game of life and how to play it uh, by Florence Scovel Shin. There's another one called the psychology of winning. I think okay. that's by Dennis Wheatley. Um, okay. And then the Alchemist. I would say okay. it's just like a really good, oh, just personal important. development book.
0: Gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith, he, he promoted that book so heavy. I know mm-hmm. that thing was selling out on, on, I used to watch his video. He did every single day. And uh, he was just talking about the alchemist. Like I can pretty much manifest and create whatever I desire with my mind. Yeah. So for That's you, how, how important is speaking things in existence than just working at those things because a lot of people choreo, they're looking at you, they're looking at these different entrepreneurs. Oh, she got it going on, but she, no, she working. Coriel planning trips. She got a magazine, like your grind is like nonstop. So what keeps you going and actually what motivates you? What makes you go? Is it just the momentum and you serving people and generating an income? What's that thing that, what makes you wake up every day and just go hard like you do?
1: I don't have kids yet and I want want them, a lot of them and I wanna sit down somewhere when I have them. And so Mm -hmm. I am grinding today so I can sit down tomorrow. That is literally what keeps me going, that I I don't have any excuse. Like I have no excuse not to give it my all um, so that I have something to give later on. But um, when you, Um, asked me, you know, how I keep going or how important is, you know, speaking things into existence, I was listening to a sermon um, or at church on Sunday and he literally said a lot of people have um, not ADD, they have IDD, intention Mm. deficit disorder. We Mm. don't have intentions. We're not operating with intention. And that has been like the number one thing for me um, is setting goals and being intentional. That whole ask, believe, receive thing, that is really real. The law of attraction is really real, but we mess ourselves up because we aren't intentional. We don't think about We don't think about what we want because we're so busy focusing on what we don't want, or we're so busy talking mm. about the things we don't want, the type of man we don't want, what we don't want to see, mm. the job we ain't going to accept. And then those are the things that we literally attract right to our doorstep.
0: So just wow. being
1: intentional um, and being aware. You first got to be aware you know, about what you actually want and then being intentional about your thoughts and your actions that it's going to take to um,
0: get there. Yeah, that's good. That's so good because I, I always tell people man, they like what you what you looking to accomplish. They don't know. I tell people goals are like a GPS. If you don't know where you're going, how will you get there? I'm in Philly, you in Atlanta. If you say come through Atlanta, I cannot get there without a GPS. That's your goals. How do you expect to hit a target if you don't know what the target is? So, what I want you guys to do immediately on this episode, identify three things you want to accomplish before this year is over, and then break those down into manageable pieces. I always say, right, goal one, then A, B, C. What are three action steps that's gonna help you achieve it? Goal two, A, B, C, right? You need to break it down, make it manageable so you know, hey, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and I will get this, right? I tell people all the time: goals is like like it's like eating an elephant. You you got to do it one bite at a time, right? A lot of people are looking at influencers and entrepreneurs. We don't have, we're not special. We just made a decision that it has to work or it has to work. We get up every single day. We work on ourselves. We work on our goals and we work on our dreams. And this is going to be the thing that's going to take you to where you got to go people. So I just want to say, please, man, work on yourself. You, Jim Rowe said, you got to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So I just think that's key and like you said, speaking those right things in existence. So for you right now, what is your favorite social platform for monetizing? Because I know people are all over the place with social media. I personally love Instagram. Do you have a favorite and maybe your favorite feature that generates you income through that uh, platform? Uh, yes,
1: yeah, so I definitely love um, Instagram if I have to choose, but I am trying to, I am trying to get the LinkedIn coin. Just to be honest, I'm trying to take my talents to LinkedIn. We're working on that. Um, but Insta- all of Instagram features, but definitely live. Like if you are not live broadcasting um, and you are a business owner, you are definitely missing out on money. So many people make so many excuses about why they're not ready, why you know they, they can't get up the nerve, all of that stuff. But you are literally missing out on money if you are not making the most of these free features. It's free so that's my favorite
0: but the swipe up the shop button I mean all of it just Instagram, I love Instagram. It. and just another t- uh, tip that I use guys utilize the Instagram poll like use that feature ask your audience what they want uh, give them the option to say and then when they say I'm them I am now messaging them giving them the link for what they said they want and hey you voted you said you want it so Guys, stop making decisions based on what you want and start making decisions based on what your audience wants. So one of the features I love, like Coriel said, I love the poll because I can ask my audience what they want. Do you want this color or this color? You want this book or this book? And then I can literally deliver to them what they want first. So I just wanna make sure you guys um, are taking immense action on that because it's gonna be crucial. So Coriel, any, so as we come to a close and the minute I'm going to have you kind of share with the world what you got going on and ways that people can support you. But any last minute tips for that entrepreneur who is thinking about giving up? We got people, Coriel, who start, they hit their first brick wall, they think about quitting. They start and just be like, I don't know if it's for me, what would be your words to tell that person to keep going? Because we know entrepreneurship is going to change the world. We know it's going to it's changing our lives. We know it's going to be the, uh, the thing that gets us financial and time freedom. And that's something everyone wants. So what would be your words to that person thinking think about giving up?
1: My words would be um, go look at the statistic that says that by 2053, our network is going to be $0 and then decide, if you want to quit or not because i'm not gonna be sitting around here looking crazy in 34 years when that statistic becomes a reality i feel like we are being warned and we either gonna sit by and watch what happens or we're going to do the work that it takes to guarantee success for ourselves because again nobody is coming to save us the system the corporation that we live in is not set up for us to win and so if you want to win you have to take what you want because nobody's delivering it to your doorstep so um save yourself
0: wow jeez, that 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 was a that was the gem. save yourself sys save yourself Coriel. as we come to a close please tell people how they can support you please share your instagram and spell it please share your website and how can people get a hold of that magazine is that out right now i know it's limited yes. edition I want to make sure I support that magazine. I want one to look incredible. I want to, I want it to sit on my table and one in my office.
1: Please do. Work yep. mag is the ultimate lifestyle pu- publication that spotlights and celebrates millennial women of color. It's available in digital and print online at workprateslate.com. And while you're there, you can also grab a pass to join me at the biggest and baddest women's weekend of the year october 31st through november 3rd right here in atl WorkPracelay.com, workpricely on instagram Coriel on instagram k-o-e-r-e-y-e-l-l-e and Coriel.com.
0: and work guys is with a e so yep. just so to make sure you guys are fully aware but with that being said guys this episode was fire i'm going to ask everyone go Do me a favor, go buy the magazine, tag us, and I'm going to give you something just for supporting Coriel, but uh, we want to continue to spread her message to the world. She's helping a lot of entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs all around the world get to the coin, as she would say, coin, and um, we just support that. And we want to say thank you, Coriel, for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on Accelerate the Great. Guys, please blow her Instagram up. Let her know you really enjoyed the episode. Um, and we wish you nothing but massive success. So thank you so much, Corey, for coming on today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: No problem, guys. So listen, guys, that comes to another wrap, another incredible episode of Accelerate the Great. As I said, I'm going to keep bringing some of the brightest and some of the best minds in the world. And the number one reason why I do so, because when I was in college... I had someone teaching me marketing who was not a marketer. I had someone teaching me business 101 who was not a business owner. I had someone teaching me real estate 101 who never owned real estate. So, this is why I literally go seek out some of the greatest minds in the world who teach you what they actually do. So, they're all making six, seven, eight, and nine figures. So, my job is to bring the best to you. So, Corel dropped a lot of game today. And uh, this concludes today's episode, guys. Please like, share, subscribe review and uh, pass this episode out to the world because we want to help more people become entrepreneurs and help more people win. With that being said everyone has a have a great day. we'll see you on the next episode.